0: Again, taking the first few moments to establish your posture mindfully so that there's a balance of being relaxed in the body. Yet ready to be with your moment-to-moment experience. a sense of being vigilant but not over-vigilant. Being awake as much as we can to our moment-to-moment experience. Noticing any place where we might be holding any obvious tension. Letting the shoulders drop if you need to. Noticing around the eyes, softening the hands, letting the belly relax around the hands and the feet. and then noticing the body simply sitting here. In that noticing which has a very broader kind of stance, various sensations in the body may come to the foreground. Sensations at the buttocks, at the hands, around the eyes. So notice with mindfulness whatever comes into the foreground. If it's helpful, Allow the attention to be with the initial object of the breath, either at the belly, the chest, or around the nostrils. Lightly but clearly connecting with one of those places if you find it useful. Noticing the changing sensations within the movement of the in breath, within the movement of an out breath. Making the silent mental notation, if that's useful, in, and then noticing all the changing experiences within that one in-breath. Feeling the breath. Silent mental label of out and then noticing the various changing sensations within that half-breath of out. And of course, sometimes it isn't necessary to make the silent mental note. Simply noticing is clear enough so you can leave out the labeling. Sometimes it's helpful to just notice whatever is predominant in the moment, without needing to go to the initial experience of the breath. You may notice other sensations in the body, noting them or noticing them, sensations being known. If there are painful sensations, making sure that you're not boring into them, letting the attention be very clear yet light, receptive attention. may notice mental states, any of the hindrances or defilements, attachment, aversion, doubt, sloth and torpor, restlessness. Whenever these are noticed, again, if it's useful, You can make a silent mental notation, doubt being known, aversion being known, or you may want to know it or notice it more, particularly, for example, impatience being known, yearning being known. Whenever you don't know what to do, you can always come back to a place in the body, like the sensation of the buttocks to the seat or the cushion, or the hands touching, or the breath. Coming back to a touch point in the body can help to ground us Recenter the attention. Also, of course, many times thinking will be noticed. This is quite normal. Thinking being known, or maybe a particular kind of thinking planning remembering fantasizing as soon as this has been known let the attention remain there for a micro moment just to notice what happens as soon as mindfulness notices whatever is in the field of attention. Not rushing back to any place like the breath or a sensation in the body. But just for a micro-moment, notice what happens to that experience. Does it change? How does it change? Does it disappear? from time to not time especially when thinking is being known notice what the attitude of the mind is in relationship to that thinking are one of the hindrances present in the mind attachment any form of aversion out Whenever you feel that you need that you're in a pressure cooker with your practice and you need more space you can intentionally direct your attention to hearing so that the field of awareness can be larger. Open the attention to notice and receive whatever sounds are arising and passing away. Noting or noticing hearing being known. Try to keep a balance in your practice of being able to receive and notice whatever is arising in the present moment, but not being so over-vigilant that there's tension in the body, and the mind, staying relaxed in the body, and the mind, yet alert. And from time to time, noticing the attitude of the mind in relationship to whatever else is happening. Inquiring now and then, what's going on in the mind right now? Being careful not to get lost in the content of any thinking, but just to notice it as it arises, as it goes by, as it disappears. As soon as you notice that you've been lost in thought or fantasy, let your energy abide in the awakening to that, in the mindfulness of that. And keep the momentum of mindfulness going by noticing what else can be known. Knowing is already happening. What is being known? Are there any questions about your sitting or your walking practice? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, when I mentioned abiding in the moment and realizing that a thought has been known, it feels like, It's an invitation to um, investigate causes and conditions. So when I made mention of that, really I was referring to that when thinking is happening, whether it be fantasizing or lost in thought, and all of a sudden the noticing of that comes up or the mindfulness of that comes up. What I was referring to was allowing the attention to be more centered, or to abide in the noticing of it, rather than just getting lot, back lost in it. So um, that's what I was referring to. If the if a spontaneous understanding comes up about that thinking. All this thinking was about mm, any event or situation in the past. And in a spontaneous or organic way, some understanding of cause and effect relationship comes up. That's fine. Um, But to begin more thinking about that would be an invitation to get lost again. So just be careful about that. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes it does come up very spontaneously, very organically, uh, like an aha, now I understand, da-da-da-da-da. Of course, you know, we let that happen. And then just to notice again, um, bring mindfulness again to that particular moment. And maybe there there's some uplifting of the heart and the mind. Maybe that's being noticed. Yeah. Yes, Mine is actually a little bit similar. I um am about investigation as well. But I noticed this because I would feel the breeze several times, it felt really pleasant to me, and I would notice the physical sensation of the breeze, and then I would notice that I was attached to it, but it was really pleasant. I liked it, and I didn't want to stop. Yeah. That's really good. (laughs) So that's what you're noticing about it. And remember I talked about it's just a micro moment. It's not a long time of investigating. Sometimes it's merely noticing that as soon as mindfulness connects with an object or reflects uh, an object that's arising or experience it arising, there's a reflection that... It's just impermanent. It just dissolves. So there may not be any more to notice about it, just that. And I want to um, make mention and, and point out what you said about noticing that it's pleasant and noticing then that there's attachment that arises. That noticing is a cause and effect, noticing of that, for example, pleasant experience has arisen, and the pleasant experience is the cause, can be the cause, and the effect of that is attachment to the pleasant experience. So right there is a cause and effect relationship. If at the time pleasant uh, feeling had arisen, and there was the noticing of that very clearly, and the seeing of that pleasant experience or pleasant feeling arise and change and pass away. Now, I'm again talking about a micro-moment. There might not be the arising of attachment in relationship to that pleasant feeling if mindfulness were really strong at that point. There might not be attachment. But in this case, there was a noticing, which is excellent, that, Pleasant feeling arose, and then attachment to that pleasant feeling arose. So also just wanting to point out that it's the attachment to the pleasant feeling rather than to the breeze. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes I the mm-hmm. before, yeah. I I'm so the comment is noticing that there was a lot of calm in the beginning of the practice, and then uh there was some sleepiness, and there was with that kind of some fuzziness, and didn't get alert until started. Uh, kind of noting you said out loud in your mind but quietly in your mind yeah yeah so how do you work with that that was perfect the way you worked with it yeah and then you noticed did you notice that there was more clear perception comment in you felt like you needed to comment to be more alert in what way Yes. It, it was like I couldn't just things without... Right. You couldn't just notice without noting them. And that's true, especially when the mind has that a lot of calmness, but there's not a balance with calmness and energy. There's more calmness than the moment-to-moment energy. So the mind tends to sink, and we call that sinking mind when there's not a lot of alertness. Sometimes it is true that we need to make those short momentary notes and not um it's not a matter of noticing but it's a matter of noting you know with that short you call it comment uh-huh it can be um just we can look at it as just a a clearer recognition of what's happening and it's said uh that the, um, the proximate cause for mindfulness to arise is clear perception or clear recognition. Sometimes the use of noting uh, brings about that clear perception and brings about more, which brings about more mindfulness. So it's true that we have to, the energy that it takes to actually bring up a short moment of a word, a silent word. The energy that it takes to bring that up brings the energy up and makes it compatible with the amount of calmness that's in the mind. So there's more balance. So it it is helpful to just um, notice when you need to bring more noting up. And there are times when the noting isn't necessary at all, of course. But not to make one better than the other, not to make, I'm not sensing that you're doing that, I'm just saying generally, sometimes people, we think as yogis that it's either better to note, or it's better to just notice, and actually we have to kind of use both sometimes, so depending on, you know, what what your particular mind does, you might use more noting or m- more noticing, so, also for myself, in the beginning of any practice or any sitting, I seem to need to note more, to just say this being known, that being known, or uh, I don't even use being known, that's already understood, the being known part. Just saying uh, whatever it is that's happening, restlessness or wanting mind. And uh, then later in the, in the sitting, it's not necessary But then when I feel that there's a kind of too much of a relaxation and uh, there's a lot of calmness and the mind is getting absorbed in the calmness, it sort of has to, uh, the mind has to bring up the energy by actually noting calm, calm. So actually in that case, to notice and to note calm um, could be the missing link. Where the momentum has kind of, it's lost momentum because of not noticing calm. Yeah, I forgot to say that. So notice when the mind is getting calm, be sure to notice that as well, or any of the more refined or subtle states of mind. Um, because if you don't notice the refined or su- subtle states of mind, the li- the mind is liable to go into sinking into it or getting absorbed in it. In it which is not a relationship of mindfulness or mindfulness with it. It's more like getting too concentrated. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes? When you talk about the micro-moment, when you notice that I can't what I noticed was that I felt in a bit of a hurry to get the thought out of my mind. uh Yes, yeah. Right, right. I'm glad you brought that up. Very good to to notice that. So noticing that there was a hurry uh, or, you know, to push it out, that was the attitude of the mind in relationship to that thinking. So you actually notice the attitude of the mind in relationship to that thinking. So my sense is that that experience of the attitude of the mind being noticed became the predominant experience. Yeah, so it's then it's just noticing that. Nothing wrong with that in, in how you described it because it was really noticed. It was simply became part of your practice. Yeah. So a lot of times that can come up with thinking where pre- thinking is happening, thinking, thinking, and... It, Particularly if it's the same kind of uh, thought or the same subject matter, there may be and probably is an attitude of the mind which is not being recognized during that time. Anything else? Yeah. Mhm. so Mhm. So when there is um you know contact with Uh, a smell or a feeling or an experience like the breeze or the rain, um, something that is being heard. And there's usually, on the heels of that or coming with it, either pleasant or unpleasant feeling or pleasant or unpleasant experience. And that can arise and be known and... I want to point out totally enjoyed (laughs) so that's totally okay I mean enjoyment in the sense of simply being mindful of that pleasant experience and it is possible uh, that there can be an absence of attachment to that if it's pleasant or an absence of aversion to it if it's unpleasant It's possible for the mind to do that and to uh, totally experience that pleasant feeling, in particular what you're talking about, and also to notice that it doesn't last. So in the moment that it's happening, to be totally mindful, fully mindful of it is a beautiful thing to do. So why not? And also to notice that it doesn't last. Yeah. Um, So that's all I want to say about that. Mm -hmm. Also that I'm, we're as, you know, representatives of the Dharma, not saying that you can't enjoy things. (laughs) Yeah. Because enjoyment is there. Enjoyment arises. And the thing is, just to notice it, just to bring mindfulness there. Again, it's not taking anything away from our human experience. It's adding mindfulness. So that's that's a big difference. And actually, it makes the experience of being human more tasty. Like our teacher, Seda uh, Upandita, says, a life without mindfulness is like food without salt. Yeah. So it's, it's time now so we can stay on time with the interviews. So thank you for your practice.